Hi, and welcome to the Savvy Social Hour podcast. This show is for female biz babes looking to up-level their business and become rockstar entrepreneurs in no time. I'm your host, Jenny, and I'm so excited to chat with you about today's episode. Let's get right into it. Hey, Savvies. Welcome back to another episode of the Savvy Social Hour podcast. We're officially on episode 24 of the show. We're almost at 30, guys. This is crazy. Um, It's been such an exciting journey so far, and I've been loving producing these episodes, so I hope you've been enjoying them yourself. So today I'm here with Ashley from ashleykdeluca.com. Ashley DeLuca is a digital marketing and web strategist who wants to help you rise as an entrepreneur and bloom into your full potential. With over eight years of experience, Ashley is all about giving female entrepreneurs the ability to rise with the power of web strategy and bloom with individualized design. She enjoys eating cheese and playing with her two passet hound puppies when she's not glued to her laptop. I can't wait to chat with Ashley about being a millennial entrepreneur and the diversities that she's faced from it. Let's dive right in. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you're here and I can't wait to chat more about being a millennial entrepreneur with you. So before we dive into the episode, just tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and how you got started doing it all. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. I am super stoked to be here. Um, So basically, I started off about a year ago. Um, I started off with my own little company called Blank Slate Media Consulting. And at the beginning, end of 2017 into 2018, I decided to rebrand into myself, kind of putting myself on the forefront. Um, of my web design um, strategy business that I have. And so a lot of what I was doing before was very just kind of normal, just kind of that web designer kind of feel thing. And I was like, there's like so many just web designers. I am more than just that. So Mm -hmm. I decided to kind of take the plunge. um, And I now focus on web strategy. Um, Mm -hmm. I still do design, but a lot of what I do is giving entrepreneurs, especially females. I love working with female entrepreneurs who are passionate, that are millennials and are super excited about life. And um, I focus on giving them the power of using web strategy in their favor in their business and help them bloom into their full potential by, you know, giving them an individualized design. That's really cool. So with web strategy, what does that entail? Like, you know, does it entail like, you know, getting their um, messaging together and things like that? Or like, I don't know. I don't know much about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I get a lot of the times. People are like, what is web strategy? You know, we hear so much about content strategy, social media strategy. And I feel like we have a strategy for like everything. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when you think about it, so when you're building your content, a lot of times we have a blog and it's on our website. Or we have social media and we're directing them to a landing page on our website or, you know, into an opt-in that's on our website. But that strategy shouldn't stop there. So what I focus on is that continued strategy in regards to with user experience Uh and then also um, making sure your call to actions, like that's the biggest thing is making sure those are clear. You know, you don't want to make them, you know, have them come to your website and then be super confused about what they, what you want them to do after that. It's got to be more of a continued process in regards to, okay, they get your page, they opt in. Well, then what do you want them to do after that? And so kind of going on that journey to make sure, you know, we actually turn those leads that come to your website into either paying clients, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're into services or buying one of your products, if you're a product-based business. 
So you're basically mapping out the journey that that you do want the per, or the ideal client to take when they're on that person's website. Okay, that's yes. really, that's cool and that's different because most people are just like you know they design and they make it look pretty, but it's not yep. necessarily optimized for that kind of journey, which is what we need as entrepreneurs. A blogger can have a different thing because you know they either want you to sign up for their mailing list or you know just read their post. It's not necessarily try and get them to buy a product or service. So. Um, exactly. That's really cool. Okay. Um, I like that. That's, that's different. So what has your experience as a millennial entrepreneur been like so far? Like what have you done and what, like, how have you, have you found it easy? Have you found it difficult? Like what, what ha- walk me through the steps of that. Definitely. So to kind of outline like my journey as I've started to, you know, become, as I was becoming an entrepreneur and then kind of focusing in on the different steps that I've taken to the point of where I am now. Um, I originally started off in Panera. This was over a year ago with my best friend and we were sitting down and we were talking. We we're like, you know, I don't feel fulfilled like at my corporate job. Like I just don't feel like this is my thing. You know, I want to have some mad purpose in my life and I want to be able to do something bigger than just, you know, work at a nine to five. And so I started that first step by simply just buying my domain name. Like that was like my first step into making like my business legit, which is buying my domain or my domain name. Oh my gosh. I can't even say it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I say this. I say this like 30 times a day as I'm explaining like a website process, um, domain name. Um, and I started like with that process and I mean, that was just my first step into it. And as I was just doing it, a lot of it, I just learned in Facebook groups. That was my next step is because I had so much knowledge in regards to like how to build websites because I had been doing it for over eight years, Mm -hmm. um, you know, prior to that. But a lot of like this whole entrepreneur thing, like I honestly walked in and I had no idea what an opt-in was. I was like, what is an opt-in and what do you even do with it? Like, I don't understand why these people are talking about opt-ins. Why do you need a mailing list? Like, I was just like not understanding like any of that. And so I learned so incredibly much um, just from being in Facebook groups and watching other people and kind of going through the different steps. And my first year in business was super rocky, um, mainly because I was still trying to figure things out, you know? And that's the thing is that like, as you're going through that process, like do not be afraid to go through those rocky steps. Yes, you are going to feel like you don't know what you're doing because you don't. And that's totally okay because it's going to happen. And like, I have not felt, I mean, like coming into, you know, into the 2018, I felt a lot more confident because now I have experience and you have to go through different steps to get there. And so for me, it was a lot of just about throwing myself out there, you know, taking chances, collaborating was super big for me because I was able to learn and then gain and capture some of other people's audiences um, to be able to grow my own. And, you know, just kind of like watch it and go with what feels good to you. And not in the way of like, oh, I'm going to do like a gazillion things all at once, but, you know, kind of having an idea and plan and like laying it out in regards to, okay, this is where I'm going to start at. And I'm going to see if this works. If not, then I'm going to move on to the next thing. So when you decided to buy your domain, did you do any research beforehand or you're just like, I'm doing this like point blank, it's happening. (laughs) Um, So at the time I did a little bit of research in regards to like a company name Uh Um, because for me personally, like blank slate is never something I even thought of before. Um, My then boyfriend, now husband thought of it at the time. He was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Like, you know, there's some meaning behind it, you know, starting off with like a blank slate. Yeah. Um, But then I come like going through that process, like it's just about feeling what's right to you. So whether like you use a company name 
or you decide to do like brand yourself. Like, I think a lot of it just depends on where you're at in your journey in regards to like what the purpose of your business is. If you're looking to, at the time I was not ready to put my face like out there like that. Um, I had one person look at my website. They're like, I couldn't find a picture of you anywhere. And I was like, cause I wasn't ready yet. Like I just wanted to be behind the scenes. And that was, you know, where I was at at the time. And then now because I've become more comfortable, that's why I've made the transition into writing myself. But I mean, again, it just depends on where you're at, you know, what you're looking to do. That's so true. And I feel like it's a lot easier to humanize your brand when you're the face of the brand. Like exactly, mine is my, like, I have a, a name, but obviously it's me behind it. And I still like interact with people as myself, not as my brand name. So I still like kind of make myself a part of the brand, but it's not mm-hmm. like just my name. And I'm considering changing it to my name at some point, but I kind of want to do like an agency model. So I don't really know how that would work. <laughs> like, oh, Jenny.com. And then it's like, but there's employees. <laughs> so you're right. Exactly. Yeah, really um, and I know there are people who do that. Like I know Melissa mm-hmm. Griffin is not just solo. She has a team, but she's melissagriffin.com. But it's just, you know, it just really depends on what you feel comfortable with. Um, and you know, what would best serve you. Um, so exactly. in being a young entrepreneur, have you faced any criticism and things like that? Because I know I've read a lot of posts in groups and people are like, um, you know, I feel like people are going to judge me because of my age and that kind of thing. And like, have you felt like that was an issue for you at all? Especially in regards to like the field that I'm in right now. Yes, I did feel that. And for the longest time, like I didn't tell anyone my age until after they hired me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Only because it was one of those things where it was like, why would I trust? I'm 22 years old currently. Yeah. So, you know, why would I trust a 20 year old to do my website? Mm-hmm. Besides the maybe simple fact that like, you're just more technically like no more than I do, you know, for like an older audience. But I mean, yeah. So some of the younger people were like, I don't know if I trust you because you're so young, but you know, a lot of it just kind of came from like proving myself. I was yeah. like, but look what I can do. Like yeah. look at what I can do. And um, I just recently had a um, client that I was speaking with who I literally had the same conversation with who was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea you were 22. And I was like, yeah, I'm 22 years old. Mm -hmm. And I mean, starting off, like it was very difficult because again, I had that portion of like, people were like, well, I don't know, because you're so young, like you don't have any experience and you know, to show for it. Well then once I started building my portfolio and I started really putting myself into those steps of showing like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. People then like totally just backed off and it was totally good to yeah. me. Like I've not had any criticism whatsoever from my age for the past year. Like once I got out of that year mark, nothing. Mainly yeah. because at that point, like people know you can either, you know, they either know they can tell or, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, they've already seen my work and they know what I'm about and they know that like I'm serious about it. And yeah. so they can't really complain about it at that point. <laughs> yeah, you're not like super young, but still like you're still younger than quite a few of the people in the online space. So yeah, I was just curious how that all worked. Cause I mean, I'm 25, but even sometimes people have been like, oh, you're 25? Like what? And right. I'm, yeah, like, exactly. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm closer to 30 than, than I am 20 <laughs> at this point almost because I turned 26 in like a couple weeks. But it's like, it's just funny to hear that like people's, versions to it and I'm like but I, I know especially as a social media manager but it's funny because it's like I feel like I've been raised with that like social media exactly. is my life like I was on instant <laughs> messenger at like 
11. So like, right. <laughs> and all these crazy things. So it's like, I, I kind of have been in this space for a long time, even if it wasn't practicing as a business owner, it was just like, mm-hmm. I was there and I was learning. You were there soaking it all in, knowing the tips and the tricks and things like that. And you know, just, it just comes with time, honestly, you know, it's, they're going to come to the point where you're going to have a respectable audience and you're going to have people who just will shower you with love that even if it does come up, they're just not your target person. That's true. So a good example of that is like Taylor Manning. She, I didn't know she was super young until one day she was like, Hey guys, I'm 21 or 22. She's 22 now, but she was like, she just like announced how young she was. I was like, huh, you're, you're that young. Like what <laughs> you, what, how I don't get it. Like, <laughs> Cause you know, you, not that I wouldn't think that someone young could be successful, but it's just, it's still in this day and age, it's still pretty impressive because exactly. it's hard to be successful when you're straight out of college. Like, you know, it's harder to gain the clientele because people, not that they don't trust you, but they just, you know, they want you to have a little experience under your belt first. Mm-hmm. So seeing those people who are like rocking it and making six figures and stuff at a, such a young age, it's like, wow, you are goals, you know? So exactly. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So what are some benefits that you found from being a millennial entrepreneur? Like things that have been like beneficial to you and you're like, wow, this, like if I was a little older, this may have not worked out as well. Um, do you have anything like that? Definitely. I think a lot of it has to come with my energy because I can stay up late and still, because I still work a full-time job too right now. Um, cause I'm in the process of building a house. So like for me personally, it's one of the things where I just have so much bubbly energy and so much, not really time to devote, but just energy to devote to my business and people can feel that radiation. And I feel like if I was younger and I had kids, um, for me personally, I probably would not have this kind of motivation and bubbliness and just all that good stuff. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, but that's just me personally. But you know, like coming from that standpoint. And I think also too, like with being younger, I have an advantage, you know, being younger, you do have an advantage because of the simple fact that you have more time. Yeah. You know, I'm starting off at 22 years old at the time I was 20. And so, you know, at that point in time, like, as opposed to starting off when I'm like 40, where I'm halfway through like my professional career, you know, I'm starting off younger. So, you know, I'm hoping crossing my fingers, I'm going to have more time to be able to like travel with my hubby and be able to enjoy life, retire early, you know, and just like, and that's like kind of more like the monetary aspects of it but still just the experiences too you know that'll come along with being able to be my own boss and to be able to do that is going to be way more rewarding than anything else yeah and I feel the same way because I'm like I said I'm 25 so you know right now I don't have kids I'm married but I don't have kids so I do have more time (laughs) even when I had my full-time job it was like I didn't have kids to tend to every single night so I had every waking second to devote to my business that I wasn't actually at work so it's you know, it's so much easier now if in, if I was like, okay, well, I want to stay at home with my kids. So now I'm going to start my business, trying to have kids and start your business at the same time. Kudos to the people who can do it. But I think yes. <laughs> because it's definitely so much work. Like you're, you it know, is. have a baby and you're trying to take care of the kid in addition to growing your business. Like it's, it's so much more difficult and, you know, mm-hmm. start young. And now that by the, when I do decide to have kids in a few years, everything should be, you know, to the levels that I want it to be. I'm not going to be in the thick of the growing phase. It'll be, you know, it'll either be really profitable and I'll be kind of just having my team handle things or, you know, I'll get to that point where it's just like, okay, maybe I want to do something different. 
Um, exactly. But either way, it's just, you know, I've had time to grow it and nurture it and have it be my baby so that when I do have a kid, I can focus on my child, you know? So. Right, exactly. And it comes along with just like the flexibility portion, because, you know, I know like when we go to have kids, I want to be able to make sure that I can take off time to be able to invest into them and to be able to do that. And so definitely not knocking because like I firmly believe that if you're doing this right now, like I will bow down and worship you because I could not imagine having kids right now. Like currently in my life, like I would probably be just so stressed out. So, I mean, like kudos to the people who do it because it is so incredibly powerful and such Mm -hmm. an amazing, you know, thing that you're doing. Um, but yeah, if you're not there yet, just know that, you know, being able to have that flexibility in the future is definitely awesome. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to those days that I am like reaping the benefits of, you know, my business. Cause right now I'm like, I'm in the thick of things. I'm making enough money, but it's nothing insane. Like it's nothing to write a story about and have people be super inspired about. It's just like, you know, I'm making making it happen, but you know, in the future, I want to look back and be like, wow, I was able to do this, this, and this by this age. And I, you know, I got to build my own business versus having to work for someone else for my entire life, which is fine if that's what you do. But if you are looking for more freedom and things like that, then, you know, being your own boss is really, really important. Definitely. So yeah. Okay. So the three questions that I ask everyone, we're going to get into that portion. So what does it mean to you to be an entrepreneur and what's your favorite part about it? So for me, being an entrepreneur, it really has to do with freedom. Like I am just so passionate. So I'm in the process of building a house literally out in the middle of nowhere in Mm -hmm. um, a little town called Londonderry, Ohio. And I own nine acres of land out there and I have two basset hounds. And so for me, like, I am just so incredibly excited to be able to just like spend time because up until this point, it has been literally hustle, 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 like always. Cause I've always been in college and working a full-time job and like doing all this craziness. And so I am just so passionate about being able to like have something that I can come to, to be able to like work on something that I'm super passionate about and something that gives my life so much insane amount of purpose. Um, but also be able to have the freedom of being able to take a step back and spend time with my husband and to be able to spend time with my dogs and like my family and friends and things like that, you know, that I've come to neglect over the past years because I've been so incredibly busy. So it's kind of just like making up for that portion. Um, Mm -hmm. even though right now I am super duper trying hard to be able to make that, you know, something I work on like better, but also too, like in regards to like with the purpose and the why and that aspect of like what I'm doing, it really, like, it just gives me so much joy to be able to see others rise, you know, as an entrepreneur and to be able to be like, Oh my gosh, I was able to help them because now they have an established website. They have a web presence. Now they can, you know, establish their credibility. Mm -hmm. And it just gives me so much joy because as I watch them, they're then blooming into their full potential. They're blooming into their amazingness and being able to be like the rock stars that they are. That maybe, you know, a year ago when I did their website, they didn't believe it yet. Yeah. But as they've transitioned and kind of gone through that process, it literally just gives me so much joy, especially to be able to work with them and to watch them and to help them grow too as they're, you know, expanding their businesses and things like that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, and I feel like if you're not passionate about being your own boss and being an entrepreneur, it's going to show and people aren't going to want to work with you because they're like, well, she's just doing this for the money or she's just doing this for X reasons. So you really need to exactly. that passion shine through. Otherwise you're just not going to book those clients. Definitely. Uh, 
Yeah. So what is your favorite tool that you use in your business? This can be like a digital tool or like a planner or even like some kind of app, like what really helps aid you in your business and saves you time? So the biggest thing that has helped me to this date is Dubsado. Like, I love it. It has changed my life. Like, literally, like, I was on the fence for the longest time because I'm that kind of person where I'm like, oh, I can just do it myself. Like, I'll figure it out. And, you know, when you only have, like, you know, maybe, like, one client a month and you're just like, oh, okay, you know, it's just one, a couple emails. Mm -hmm. But when I started booking more consistently, I needed the automation. I needed the workflows. And I needed all those things to go into effect because I would forget things or I would, like, not do something. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh. And then I'd be hustling and stressing out about it. And they just do it all for me. They collect my money. They do my contracts. Like it is so amazing. Highly recommend it. Like literally if even, I I think you could even probably figure out a way to use it if you do products too. But if you are service based, you need it. Yes. I I use it too. And I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I just barely set up some workflows like this week because I had been, I had kind of had like because I don't use it for bookkeeping because I have fresh books and I just yep. think the system's more robust in terms of what I need it for. Um, but I use it for contracts because, you know, it's built in. So I do contracts and then I also do just like keeping leads and things like that and just all of my client roster. Exactly. But I don't use it for bookkeeping because I just, at this point, it's just too basic for me. So mm-hmm. really being able to have that process where it automatically sends a contract once I have that client in there and it auto-populates it with their name and like the price and everything yes. is so helpful. And even like using it to collect, um, you know, information from people prior to talking to them or prior to sending mm-hmm. them essentially, that's really helpful too. And I also Definitely. use in like a welcome packet after they sign the contract. So yeah, just being able to get all that out without having to sit there and mail it behind from my own email address, like just have it go automatically, such a huge time saver. Um, I don't know if you've ever used Boomerang before, um, but that's a really cool tool too because I like being able to schedule out emails because I usually have weird thoughts at like midnight and I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, I need to tell this person, but I don't want to look like a crazy person sending an email at midnight. So yep, Um, but yeah, so that's really cool. Yeah, Dubs Auto is really awesome and I recommend it too. And I will leave a link down in the show notes so everyone can go check it out if you haven't heard of it before. Um, so who is your go-to business resources can be like someone in your personal life or like someone online that you feel is like really killing it and you're just inspires you to be better in your business and in life in general. Definitely. Um, so I kind of have them tiered in a way. So my ultimate like go-to person that I'm always looking up to who is just, she's like definitely a lot higher than I am right now. Um, I am completely totally in love with Jenna Kutcher, like completely, like, and I'm obsessed. Like, I love her so much. Like, she's just amazing, but she is a little bit higher than we're like, what, you know, a little bit higher than I am. So I'm like, okay, so then I need someone who's, you know, I've always heard that you need to have someone who's just a little bit more ahead of you, Yeah, you know, to kind of be in your circle. Um, so three people who are like constantly in my circle because I do things in threes. I don't know why it's weird, but that's who I am. Um, I always have Danielle Ralston by my side, always, um, Gina Lambert and then my really good friend, um, Jen Zeller. And so all three, like those three are like my go-to three people who I, I'm always communicating with, keeps me accountable because if one person's not around for a week, I have two other ones that can keep me accountable, you know? And so yeah, they're all just a little bit, they're all have different businesses, but they also have, you know, different areas where they're at. 
you know, in regards to like their standpoint and experience and things like that. And so having that kind of trio, like just makes me feel so supported and like that mass wave of people. Yeah, I've actually already interviewed Gina. So you can go check out that episode. Um, It's episode eight, I think. So yeah, you guys can go check that out since this one's going to be after that one. But yeah, Gina's really awesome. And that episode is really good. It's about, um, um, you know, you're kind of making space in your workplace for, um, you know, self-care and good time management and things like that. So yeah, go check that out. But yeah, that's awesome. I'll have to check the other ladies out. Um, I'm always looking for new guests and um, those t- three. Well, I know Jenna's not going to be on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. <laughs> but two, two of those are a little more attainable. Yeah. I mean, I have some people on my list that are like, they're like, okay, this is like a shoot for the stars type of person. Like if I got them, that would be amazing, but it's not like, it's not something that I'm counting. <laughs> But yeah, I have, I have my dream wish list of people to interview, but yeah, thank you so much. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Let's, um, tell me your, uh, social handles and where we can find you and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. So you can find me just about anywhere um, at Ashley K. DeLuca. My website is ashleykdeluca.com and all my handles are Ashley K. DeLuca. Um, And then I also have a Facebook group as well too. um, And it is called the Female Entrepreneurs Empowerment and Connection. So it's just Facebook forward slash groups forward slash F-E-E-C. Awesome. And I'll link everything in the show notes so that you guys can find her and join her group because it's awesome. She has a really great community on there. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for being guest, and I really enjoyed our interview and yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find all the details from this episode by going to www.savvysocialhour.com slash episode dash 24. Make sure to join the Savvy Social Community Facebook group for daily prompts, updates on the podcast, and more. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can find us on the web at www.savvysocialhour.com. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Savvy Social Hour and like our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Savvy Social Hour. New episodes will be released every single Tuesday and Thursday. See you next time.